1: fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com
2: is it really crazy to think that there could quite possibly be something else afterwards absolutely not no No. they may not be
3: if you do believe in hippos in space you should be treated the same as someone with a religion that's thousands of years old Everything that I believe in could be bollocks.
4: I don't want to take a leap in any direction, so I'll just sit here and believe in nothing.
3: Hello and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. Uh, you've caught us on one of our discussion episodes today. So I'm Beef, and with me as always every week we've got Bob Shoy, say hello. Hello. And we've got Adam Tissington, say Hello. hello. And, covers uh, his mouth as he says it. Yeah, he this says it is the stuff I've got every to do week. It. Hello. Um and uh you lucky lucky people have got
2: an extra voice today. Well, Anthony would be just fine. Anthony Swift. Hello all.
4: There we go. Um yeah. we just thought when we try and do these discussion shows it'd be good to have like an extra voice chucked in so it's not just us like bleating on. But you can still refer to me as Swift, Swifty,
2: yeah. Anthony, Swift. Anything that
4: feels comfortable. <laughs> okay, so um what's the topic today, Beef?
3: Uh, we are talking about belief, aren't we? Yes. I believe we're talking about belief.
4: Belief, correct. Um, we're going to talk talking about belief uh, as a discussion show uh, in as broad a way as possible. And if you've heard the discussion shows before, you know the idea is that us three go away and we don't discuss the topic. We just sort of think of some questions on the topic in our free time, normally at work, and then uh, we... Bring them to the table when we record. Uh, before we crack on, is there any other business I need to take care of? Um,
3: no, I don't think so. Yeah, just crack on then. Yeah, easy. Who wants to go Let's first? Into it. What
4: have you got, me Do you want to kick off? Um, I went first last time, so the host. Oh, kick okay.
3: Off. Well, we're all hosting. I'll start with this one. Okay, I tried to be as broad as I could because I don't want to narrow everything down. But um, I suppose the first thing I thought was if um, if belief is personal, right. Not necessarily religion, but if you have a belief in anything, if it's personal, and we live in a society in a society that's tolerant and acceptable of people, no matter what you believe, why is it that we invest so much time in picking apart people's belief systems and trying to not us not us, mm-hmm. but uh, we tend it tends to get a bit like that from now and then, doesn't it? It's,
4: what, uh, what people can be like attacked for uh, what they Yeah, believe. I think
3: so. I think people tend to sometimes be alienated as well. Uh, and like I say, it's not, it's not a religious thing. It's sometimes people believe, unless we've done it a bit, haven't we? Well, you guys tore <laughs> apart my EVP episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but that's because of the stuff you gave us. That wasn't much to go on. Right. But... No, yeah, that's like, what you mean. Why, so
4: you could, do, you, you're talking about, like, if people believe in ghosts, if people believe in yeah. aliens, if people believe in whatever, yeah. re, any religion, um why
3: can't people let them be? Yeah, why... Yeah, it's not... If it's not harming anyone, yeah. why do we put so oh, much well, energy into... Well, that's... just something I want to come back that's to. That's that... Well, yeah, That's okay. a completely different... Let's not discuss that that's now. That's the caveat that I was something. waiting for. But if it's not harming anyone. No, no, no. We'll leave that. Forget yeah, I said okay. that, okay. My point for now, <laughs> I is... Think I know what your next question might be <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the same as one of mine. My question just in the nutshell is why do we do that? Why do we feel the
0: need to do it uh Tess what so why do we discourage other people from believing what they want?
3: um yeah, I mean it's different like we we tend to do it like there's just... jovially, but why do people there's definitely like um that sort
4: of like if people aren't the same as you, people like attack things that are different, don't they? Anyway. yeah. So I think that's part of it. Um, Yeah.
2: um... I mean, I I sometimes think it can be perceived as, and it shouldn't be, but like insulting someone's intelligence. So Mm. if you've never believed in um, a certain way of, you know, it could be anything. It could be being a vegetarian, I suppose. Mm -hmm. I think some people struggle um, because they've got a, a sort of preconceived way of Of how they perceive things. And the idea that there's something different to that isn't just like, oh, well, um, I can accept that. And that's just a difference of opinion. It's Mm. almost like you're suggesting my way of doing something is is wrong. Mm. Yeah. Without actually, Mm. you know, Mm. putting it like that.
4: Yeah. Even, uh, I get what you mean with that. Even when um, it's not necessarily that, like you say, like vegetarianism, it's Mm -hmm. not like that extreme a thing. But even something so minor, if it's different to what the person's thinking, there's instantly like, you're going against me. They're going against them just because they feel like they're going
2: against... And it's that unspoken... So if Bobby was a vegetarian and I was... Well, Tiss is a vegan. (laughs) Exactly. So there's that unspoken difference, uh, which, you know, so um, if Tiss is... Tiss is presumably a vegan because he has certain values, which may or may not be different to the values I have. We may share some. And that's okay when you just have it, um, yeah, without exploring that further. But then I think some people feel that there's a, there's maybe a a gap between like Tiss and I, which if you unpacked a little bit, then you might think there's something maybe more sort of contentious there. Mm. And they're probably Mm. maybe insecure about that little sort of difference in values and they may want to sort of, feel like they want to, yeah, they feel adverse, but perhaps somebody's different, you know. Mm. Well, as you a vegan, test, do
4: you ever feel attack?
2: No, no, definitely not. Sure? <laughs> <laughs>
0: definitely not, and especially not by my friends, I'd like to say.
4: But you say that me and Beef give you
3: a hard time about it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, but that's... <laughs> I'm gonna say this publicly, right? <laughs> uh we this is this is just the way friends behave, isn't it? And uh that's I think that's different. If I found out that you were genuinely getting upset about it, I'd probably carry on. No, I'd stop. Yeah. Because um that's not fun anymore. Yeah. That's bullying. But I mean really, when
0: I when I think about it, but <laughs> I feel like it? the discussion's derailed from uh, <laughs> me defending myself. <laughs> Why now? do people not be- uh, not allowed to believe <laughs> Things to, uh, okay. answer, it, ap- d- it definitely, it definitely applies. Oh, sorry, for me.
4: Um, do you ever feel like an outsider for being a vegan?
0: Uh, sometimes, but for the most part, no, not really. I, d- I don't, uh, force it upon anyone, so no one really, as a rule, will force their opinions on me unless I start by forcing mine on them, so. And the things that me and
4: Beef say to you in jest. Hmm. Uh, I would never say that to just if I just met someone mm. and just met them mm. and they're yeah, vegan. Yeah. I would never say those things no. because oh, yeah. I don't have a problem
3: no. with that sort of thing. No, I think like for me, it like, like it's such an extreme. One thing. one thing I I I wonder if it's because um vegetarianism has been around for an awful long time yeah. and people have come to accept it and know exactly what off it is. Topic. It's not off topic. It's not off topic. It's vegetarian In as
4: broad a way as possible. It's a belief system that you hold.
3: But that's, that's the thing, isn't it? I think, I, um, I would say that, um, when you <clears throat> became a vegan, <clears throat> I didn't really, I understood what a vegan. Is mm. uh, you know and what they believe and you know the values they have. I get it. Mm. But we it took us a long time, didn't it? When we were, well, we
4: wouldn't accept it at first. Every time he came,
3: when he came <laughs> round and said, "I'm a vegan now," by the way, we
4: can start laughing.
3: <laughs> you may as well have come round and said, "I'm a Satanist," because uh, he's yeah, yeah. so like
4: because <laughs> he used to travel specifically to big like barbecue restaurant chains and eat as much <laughs> meat as he could. Like, like meat, all he ate was meat. He had yeah, the Bodines loaded. I've comes. eaten enough meat. <laughs> Uh, So it was the last thing we were expecting you
3: to say when you came in Yeah But then once we got hold of it And I think once we understood what you could and couldn't
0: eat And stuff like that And got our heads around it (laughs) Once we stopped (laughs) buying you meat for for your birthday we
2: That's a difficult question (laughs) to answer actually Because most of us are tolerant Mm. of other people's beliefs So the way you answer it is You have to try and somehow put yourself in someone else's shoes Who Mm. is intolerant Mm. And what Perhaps makes them tick, mm. and, and why why they get their back up. And, and it's and it's hard it's to really... speak on like, someone else's is, behalf. Yeah, yeah. it is hard to it is hard to do that. No, but, I think you're right. Yeah, I think like it doesn't help. You have that little microcosms as well, where people how people grow up, and culture has a lot to do with it, and I guess religion has a lot to do with it as well, amongst other things. So we we it, it is difficult because I guess we're probably more open minded than perhaps other sections of society. Mm. But mm. yeah, I think the point that having, uh, yeah, I think the point that you have somebody who maybe has a different outlook than you and it makes you question your own outlook. And I think there's that, like, a, like sort of what mm. i like, alluded alluding to earlier, there's that bit of... People don't
4: like to question yeah, anything about themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Mm.
3: It, yeah. I think so. I mean, I, um, as a Christian over years, I've met people, dozens of people who, um, I, I can't, I don't know why it happens. I don't know why people feel like they have to do this. Um, but they, they come into our church and then if, um, if I've shared something at the front or whatever I've done, they feel they need to come up and tell me, they're like, Oh, I'm an atheist. Mm. Mm. And I'm like, and then, but they tell me in such a way that it's almost like poking someone with a stick. They're trying to wait for, like wait for, for me. And I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, my response is always, um, yeah, good for okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, what do you want me to say? And then, but then it makes me question. It makes me think, Well, have I presented myself in a way, because the last thing I want to do is to be one of these people who forces stuff on people. I don't want to, that's not, you know, if you've ever had that done to you, it's not a nice thing to have. So then I guess it makes me question it and think, oh, is have I been like that then? Have I, and it makes me really draw on it and think, okay, maybe I have. Well, I don't think I have, but it's really interesting that people, some people, it's not lots of people, just feel like they have, it's almost like they have a chip on their shoulder about something.
4: Yeah. Well I was actually I was, you kind of answered what I was gonna ask you. Because
3: I said to Twizzleton about being a
4: vegan. Mm. Um I was gonna say, do you do you ever as a Christian, do you ever get the similar thing where it's like um like an argumentative stance at you straight away?
3: Um not necessarily me personally, but the church as a whole, mm. over the last uh maybe five or six years, has had a real um issue with like we've discussed it before with like what's called like new atheism where mm. it's it's purposely trying it's to It's not
4: just like they don't believe it's I don't believe in God and, no and I don't want should. anyone else to yeah it's an attacking oh, yeah. form of atheism It's like yeah. a cult Yeah yeah <laughs> we talked about it a lot on episode 10 yeah. actually the last episode I mean show.
3: um so my answer to it would be that I don't feel um attacked personally because I've I feel like I've questioned it enough over the years to feel like I've got a firm grounding in it but I th- what it has done is it's actually spurred on lots of uh, biblical scholars, um, to sort of actually rise up to it. And it's come from poor understanding of philosophy and even the Bible and the way the world works. And it's things like, uh, creationism and things like that. I think mean, they've picked at that specific area, but it's, it seems to have quieted down now because I think they've realized actually, although the church is united in one aspect in what they believe in one area, there are people who believe the world is only 2,000 years old or 4,000 years old. There are people who, like myself, who believe it's millions and millions and millions and millions of years old and, you know, aspects of evolution, you know. So I think it, yeah, I think it's something that people feel. It's, it doesn't seem to ever result in anything. Mm. Um, I feel like...
4: um Atheism, or new atheism was kind of like a new thing, like you said in the last sort of five years. I think it's like a fad though, I don't yeah, think it's. Yeah, I was exactly what I was about to say, like, uh, it's sort of, I feel like it's, the worst of it has sort of died down a bit, where a lot of people who were atheists, when they heard about these sort of like movements of like pro-atheism, thought, yeah, that's, that's what I am. And then I think after a little bit of it, they sort of stepped back and was like, hang on a sec, we're being bullies. Mm-hmm.
3: And it sort of made them step back a little bit and realise, you know, I don't need to be an absolute c- one thing they picked apart was that there there seemed to be dissimilarities in the Bible. So there seem to be things in the Old Testament which don't meet um in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. So there are things that Jesus said that were not the way it was in the Old Testament and they pick it apart and say it's not it doesn't I can't think of the word. Uh but anyway. It's consistent. Yeah, consistent, yeah. Um but and then they pick mm-hmm. apart things, uh so they I think they looked at the fact that they have we like those festivals Mm-hmm. Um, so there tends to be different music festivals that goes on, and you know where thousands meet. And then they started to have their own festivals yeah. and meetings. And then they kind of had a dig at the fact that. Um, in some churches not all of them but in some children are taught and then they taught through songs and stuff in Sunday schools and then they had their own sort of um, like humanist songs mm. that they would teach kids and it's like I think it I think it took away it's um credibility. yeah 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 credibility it took away its, it's credibility I think it I think that's why it's died down because really it's that they've been too so aggressive yeah. they haven't focused on What they actually believe, really. Yeah, Yeah. it was too
4: much on the attack and none of actually building what they thought as themselves. But uh, before we do press on, I just want to make it clear, because we never said at the beginning, which we probably should have, uh, we're talking about belief, and we've said this before on the show many times, but like, Beef's a Christian, I'm an atheist, Tiss is agnostic, and Swift is...
2: Well, that is... Not straightforward answer for me anymore. Oh, this, is my, uh, this is my question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having the reason, Because I think, let's say, ten years ago, I'd have probably said I was agnostic. Mm-hmm. And five years ago, I'd have probably said I was an atheist. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say in any way, shape or form, I am religious, especially in the sort of organised religion sense mm-hmm. of the word. But I have, in terms of belief, for me there's like a distinction between the two. So there's belief... And there is a sort of more organised religion, perhaps, and 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 there's a difference between sort of just having maybe faith and and being and, and sort of practicing it. And I've come to the conclusion now, uh, and it may change again. Like you know, you get you, you get older and you, yeah, know, you, sure. you just absorb things. Um, I was probably five years ago would have would have definitely put myself down as an atheist and would argue the toss with anybody that uh, the, all evidence suggests that there was you know, ev- evolution and and, and science. Has the answers that maybe, um, faith or religion doesn't. But then more recently, I've come to think about things differently, and I've actually thought, well, if I'm, if I've got to believe that there's a huge galaxy out there, and, and there's planets and huge stars, and, and all the rest of that, if, if I've got to, if I've got to believe all of that's true, and it probably is, the Big Bang and science, yeah, no, absolutely. If evidence suggests it, I'm, I'm siding with that. But for me to believe, to sort of have to understand and accept all of that, there's still it. It still doesn't perhaps answer the big underlying questions as to where all that came from mm. in itself. And mm. I don't think it, it. It probably ever will. So I'm. I'm not saying something will happen to me after I die. Um, but let's just put it in perspective. I'm having a conversation here with three of my friends on a on a huge planet in the middle of a galaxy. Is it that? un Is it that unreasonable for me to believe something else just might happen after mm. my death? Absolutely not. Mm. No way. Like that is totally in the realm of what i've seen already as a 28 year old mm-hmm. being on planet earth this is pretty far out yeah having this conversation now yeah. yeah is it really crazy to think that there could quite possibly be something else afterwards absolutely not no, no. It may, they may not mm. be yeah mm. and that's okay but so i'm much more sort of open minded now so in answer to your question <laughs> so agnostic i guess yeah oh, okay. uh, but it's it was i think more useful to Talk you through my train of thought. No, no, that's really interesting. Yeah. That's what I wanted. So that's probably where
4: I sit. The way you talk about um, believing, like, you know, there could be more, there mm-hmm. could, might not be, you yes. know, science only tells us so much, mm-hmm. whatever. That's kind of exactly what we've said about on the show before in terms of belief and stuff. Like, yeah. science doesn't have every answer. In fact, mm-hmm. it has very few. And when mm-hmm. it does have answers it then changes its answers later on and things and science itself is just another belief system it's not like the facts it's you know yeah. i believe in that or i believe in that Or I, you can believe in elements of that and elements of whatever mm. so it's sort of that what you're saying sort of echoes stuff that we've we've talked yeah. about in the past as well
2: i mean let it be known that i'm a massive fan of science oh yeah and, yeah and i will generally always side with science and um you know, it's done amazing things and will continue to do amazing things and um, and it will do, for me, again, my personal opinion is it will do things that um, faith can't in certain, in certain, um, in, in certain mm-hmm. sort of capacities but I just find it funny, I guess, when people sort of completely write off mm-hmm. anything else happening in mm-hmm. the realms of the universe after mm-hmm. death. Like, it's 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 that and and that again it's not a it's not a fear of death thing or anything because you know what will be will be but it just makes it just i find i do find it interesting that somebody can be completely totally cool with all of this mm-hmm. this is just for, you know completely normal apparently all of this sort of stuff you know um but the idea that there might be things which are unexplainable or are unquantifiable either whilst we're living or after we die the idea that that is just a, a closed book and is completely, it's completely—it's a complete no. I think that, that that's that for me super narrow-minded because mm. what we're doing and experiencing right now is. Absolutely unquantifiable. Yeah, Quite,
4: quite, yeah. Quite, you know. Yeah. You're
2: right. So that's, yeah. Yeah. We
4: barely know anything about, you know, the nine planets in our little solar system. And when they talk about, yeah, and the the universe is infinite and it's like, we don't even know about where we live. So there's so much you don't know yet. You think what you know is
3: all there is. I think, um, I mentioned this to you guys off air. Uh, last week but there's uh, we had a guy um he's good friends of our pastors he spoke at our church about it was probably about six months ago um his name's um dr paul matt's and he's um he's a pharmaceutical scientist but he's one of the world's leading in his in in his field um and travels around um doing seminars and all sorts of things and he uh he's a christian he said you need both you know you can't have either or it's got you've got to have science and you know and faith to answer the the questions because um his understanding of it is people who have used the bible to try and answer scientific questions which is ludicrous because you know there's they say oh well, there's nothing about dinosaurs in the bible well there's not dna or cancer or whatever aids or whatever it is that's not in there but it's not it's not a science book and so he says that you need to have the understanding of and science does the the how um and then faith does the why it says you don't have to have both but you need to understand they do different things they answer different questions so it's, Two separate matters. Yeah. Um, is. is that the video? Yeah, it's on, it's on Vimeo. Shall I put it on the blog? Yeah, if you want, just, if you watch it, just obviously be aware that he is, you know, it's a church service. So he's coming from a Christian point of view, but he, the questions he answers are, are really interesting and the, the points he proves are really interesting. So if you can, if you're not, um, if you don't have any kind of faith, then just, you know, block off the, religious aspect Mm. but the stuff he answers is really interesting so yeah i would recommend it i'll put it on the
4: blog um weirdtalesintheunexplainable.blogspot.com tis throw a question out there
0: (laughs) throw a question out there yeah okay my questions are kind of based around um beliefs being quite subjective so my question first one is are people predisposed to be attracted to certain beliefs based on their subjective factors around them rather than objective factors like facts Right, okay. Mm. So what makes someone attracted to a certain religion? Is it the objective facts that they see before them, or is it their subjective tastes, like music taste, mm-hmm. mm. for, for instance?
4: Well, a lot of religion, it comes from where you are brought up mm. and how you're brought up a lot of it, mm. I think, but then that's that's not all there is to it. I mean, I wasn't really brought up in a house which had any religion, at all but it wasn't like atheist house it was like i don't think i've ever talked about religion or Mm. belief with my parents or with my grandparents i don't even know like what my grandparents beliefs are that they could be Mm. christian if i for buddhist for all i know i don't have a clue but then some houses i don't know like i say where in the world as well if you come from a a a very you know muslim country or a buddhist country or whatever christian country Mm. then the majority of people around you have that belief and it's more open to you, um, yeah. So that's a lot to do with
2: it,
0: yeah. Mm.
4: But saying that, some people just will
2: choose no, mm. and they'll choose something else. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'd agree with Bob's narrative on that. If 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 I was born, you know, five hundred or six hundred years ago in Sweden, or versus Pakistan, mm-hmm. um, versus the Philippines, that would have a big say and sway on. The sort of things I'd be following, reading, listening to, absorbing. (laughs) But that's what's really interesting is that despite all of that, it hasn't diminished in terms Mm. of people's beliefs. Mm. So there may be evidence to suggest in the Western world, you know, people's belief systems are plateauing or falling. But then there's like surges in other countries Mm. in 2016 Mm. and probably still in the UK where people do still have strongly held beliefs, despite Mm. the fact. Uh, in view of everything we've got now uh, in terms of technology and what we're doing in space and and all of that stuff, to perhaps in, um, lead us to
4: believe that in the Western world right now, what is the most like dominant religion? Is it Christianity?
2: In the Western world, it will be yeah. yeah. You, but I mean, South are there more
4: or... Christians than atheists or people who are? It's really agnostic. hard
3: to determine it because there are countries around the world, as we know, where it's it's illegal. Uh, where, where they, they hold on to their belief system so firmly that for you to have another one is actually yeah. illegal. Mm. And so you could be persecuted. Um, there are people who get deported all the time from it from their country. So because of that, there's no way of having statistics or knowing for sure. Um, so that's a so it's quite factor <laughs> in it. <laughs> it's quite hard to actually be quite sure about, you know, because there's not really enough evidence. The
2: thing um, is with belief as well is that it's, it can be quite, like, if I'm being cynical as well, if you, if you, like, you take Africa, some of these African countries now, which have strong belief systems and they have, uh, you know, um, I don't know a lot of the detail, but I mean, you know, female, um, mutilation. Yeah, mutilation, mm-hmm. um, witch doctors and all that sort of stuff. That's, I still don't truly feel that that can be someone's belief, true belief. So, you know, that, that those sort of things are okay. Being homosexual is, is wrong. That they've sort of been told they must have been told that is your belief
5: mm.
2: by somebody else, you know. Because mm. it, it wouldn't make be- sense for a whole it, country no, to have it, one it just, same belief. Yeah, so, because mm. I know I had some friends that came back um, and they'd spent a year and, I think, where are they, Nigeria? But um, they said it was one of the most lovely places in the world and everybody was, you know, really, really nice, really friendly, really welcoming. But they just had massive issues with people that were homosexual and it was a crime mm. to be homosexual and also to even, like... Harbour somebody who was a homosexual in your house Or stick up for them um, Was all punishable And it was really strange Because you had this like complete oxymoron Where you had somebody who was just A really lovely guy mm. But if you got onto the subject of homosexuality mm. His so-called belief Was such that It was, you know Punishable by death or something mm. like that and, and, and you think, well actually That doesn't really like Comply with all of your other values mm. So perhaps you are misinformed And that isn't your true belief
3: I think um... I don't know. From being in Africa and experiencing, I mean, in Uganda, it's still, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure it's still punishable it by death. Yeah, sorry. Uh, better be known.
2: That was Uganda, not Nigeria. Yeah, it was Uganda. Yeah, I think yeah.
3: it's, to be fair, I think it's quite, it's all over the continent. But, um, I think the way I've, I've looked at it and I've reflected on it since coming back and in years since, I think they are decades behind us in terms of development in all sorts of areas. And I think, you know, you look at, England 50 years ago it was illegal to be gay and 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 at, yeah. it was kept under wraps wasn't it and and actually people had to live with it almost feeling like it was a burden to their lives and you know wishing they could change it and now we've changed and so who's to say that in 50 years time 30 40 they won't kind of catch up and yeah. kind of understand it a bit more but um in I think we into answer to the question I think it 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 does you know or like you said Bobby it does depend on your your, pre- your parenting and how you you brought up and things like that but I would say from from my personal point of view, uh, my parents did a really good job of making sure I had the freedom to grow up into the individual I wanted to be. So, I mean, they took me to church with them every Sunday or most Sundays for years. Um, but then I got to about uh, 12, 11, 12, 13. And it was a case of they left me, you know, they they not offer me the question, do you want to come with us or not? And for most most parts, it was no. Um, and so they left me to just kind of, you know, and they they told me many times, if it's not something you want to be a part of, that's fine. But this is what we believe and this is what we do. So, um, but I do know people who had, unfortunately, had the opposite, the total opposite. They were forced to go, forced mm-hmm. to be a part of, of something they didn't really want to do and hadn't actually decided. And actually, when you're a teenager, who's to say, you know, teenagers don't know what they want. No. no, they don't know your, what your, they believe. Your
4: opinions change like yeah. so rapidly when you're, yeah, exactly. About right. everything. Mm. Yeah.
3: And, and so I think, I think, um, and I, you know, we, me and my wife have said we'll do it with our children, like, they'll come with us but then it'll get to a point where it's their decision. It mm-hmm. should be. And that should be the same with anything. When the the people you know that were like more forced
4: to do church and that did it like breed resentment in any of them towards it? Um
3: Some some of them. Mm. Um some of them spent time away and sort of spent time um outside of church and just kinda of discovering and going through life and trying to work out what it means for them. Um, some of them I know and are, I'm good friends with and they've decided they, that is what they believe and they do want to come back to church, but, but their parent, the parents kind of pushed them away into, um, it's almost like, but I think because my parents allowed me to kind of make my own choices at a younger age, I did all the, not rebellious stuff, but I did being a teenager. pretty yeah, well Usual teenage stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so because I did that, it meant that as I grew up into my early twenties, I was able to, kind of think okay i've done that i'm not really i could still do it from time to time but now i want to focus on me and what do i think what do i believe how do i want to live so i think uh, i think it's really important that you do that for that everyone has that choice but yeah so some have resented and and just that's they've gone a completely different path and some have come back so it depends doesn't it everyone's hmm. individual everyone needs something completely different
4: you happy with that test yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question Okay, uh, this is something that was in the news, actually. I think it was either last week or the week before, and you probably all heard about this. Dawkins, Richard Dawkins he was taken into hospital. Yes, yeah. Right? Yeah. And the church tweeted about it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't heard this. Right? right? Yeah. They
4: said something like, you know, I don't know the exact tweet, but it was something along the lines of like they're praying for a recovery for Dawkins, or whatever. Oh, right, okay. Um, yeah. and, and a lot of people said the church was just trolling. Yeah. Basically yeah, being a yeah, troll. Just being sarcastic. And the church was saying, no, we're genuine. Mm. And then all the atheists or new atheists or whatever were saying like, well, we don't want you to pray for him. He doesn't want you to do that. So what I'm saying is, should people be told who they can and can't pray for, and should Christians pray for atheists? Ooh.
2: Juicy question. That
3: I, when I saw this story, <laughs> yeah. I did laugh because right. um, that sounds
2: incredible. I like, think <laughs> I love that we live in a, an age where the church can tweet. tweet. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh yeah, tweeting is social media is massive in the church. Yeah. Like
2: they've So who have they got like a, a comms team? Yeah. The who church? is in charge of that <laughs> we've Twitter got,
3: account? We've got a comms team. We've got people that do our website and do our social media uh-huh. and do all the um info and everything it's it's massive as yeah I think that's actually one one aspect of the 21st century they've done a pretty good job of keeping up with oh. but uh, anyway t- when I heard about that, <laughs> I did laugh because um obviously he's made it very clear what his views are, which is fine, but he's of the mind of well why would I want you to pray for me because I don't believe in it mm-hmm. so it's not going to me. it's not going to be of any benefit to me. the church being a compassionate body of people. Do you
2: think the church are being completely sincere when they tweet it? Absolutely, yeah. It? yeah absolutely. I actually thought they yeah. were. Yeah, definitely. I'm not suggesting definitely. not.
3: I think it was actually yeah. Justin Welby, who's the Archbishop of Canterbury, who's like, I think he was shocked that people perceived it because I think it was an Anglican church that tweeted it or mm. something quite high up and um he said, no, well absolutely, like we don't, because um, most of them have met him and debated with him oh, right. and okay. actually some of them have Left their differences and, you know, not become friends, but they're acquaintances. Like friendly
4: rivals. That's the sort of thing I thought of. It's almost like a peer has gone ill.
3: They might be a rival.
1: It's
4: like if, um, you know, David Cameron got ill Mm -hmm. and Jeremy Corbyn was like, get well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They worked together. They got a certain amount of respect for each other. Yeah. 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 And
3: and I think it's the same. I think whichever way you look at it, they're all academics. Um, If if you're a priest in the church, you've got to be Mm. academic because you've got to have understood a certain aspect of. You know, but no,
0: I, I think they were being completely sincere.
3: Definitely. So like I don't agree, I don't just, agree just with that comparison.
0: Uh, politicians tweeting about politicians can't be uh, perceived as sincere at
2: all. Oh, we'll, we'll part that because I'd actually disagree with what Tiss is saying there in terms of the sincerity of two human beings and whether or not one believes, you know, in theory, I think both mm. want the same thing. They just have different ways of yeah. going about getting there. And even if your value base is change. changed, Mm. You know, a human being is, still goes through the same yeah. stresses, anxieties, loss and depression as other human beings. Yeah. It may be that, you know.
3: So... I think, oh. just to kind of take a very short detour, the same issue came up as a guy who, uh, with Dawkins, kind of spurred on the whole New Atheist movement. I can't remember his name. It's, this is awful. Oh, I know the um, name. Christopher Hitchens? But Hitchens. Um, but he passed away, and he was pioneering New Atheism um in America and over here and him and Ricky Gervais and you know, mm. it was like a and some people were asked um some priests and church ministers were asked, you know, do you feel like that's a victory? Do you feel how do you feel that he's passed away? And it like, I I um a lot of a lot of people were really quite offended. They're like, This is a human being, you're talking mm. about a human being. Why would we celebrate anyone dying? Mm. You shouldn't celebrate anyone's death. That's no. a horrible thing. Yeah. So, uh, that's weird that they would even consider that. Like, someone who
4: opposed, whose ideas opposed to you died. Like, you're not going to be like, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I I wouldn't celebrate anyone's death. No.
4: So yeah, I thought I'd throw that one out because it's like a, a current thing that happened. Oh, and there was, they actually talked a little bit about it on the radio. And, um, there was a woman who called in who was an atheist and she said she is really offended when people say like, God bless or like, pray for her or something like that, mm. she said that she got out a taxi. It was almost like a brag, and I was like, what's wrong with you? And um, the taxi driver said something to her like, um, I can't remember what it was, I think it might have been God bless, or something about, she might have said something to him and he was like, oh, I'll, I'll pray for a swift recovery or something, of her husband or something, whatever it was about. And she was mm. like, actually like stopped getting out and was like, don't do that, please
3: don't do that. Some like, hips, kind of angry in, that he said it. It's a strange thing because it's just the wording, really. I think mm. we make sure in church that you don't just go around praying for people whenever you want that's you know the point is if people want to be prayed for they'll ask for it or if you say can i
2: pray for you but they presu- say yes but you presumably if Dawkins doesn't believe in any of that stuff's going to work mm-hmm. so i wouldn't worry about it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so <Sort of> like <laughs> you're you're sort of giving oxygen to to something which you think is a complete load of rubbish really yeah you yeah. sort of you
3: know I'm pretty sure Dawkins read the tweet and went <laughs> thanks
2: like yeah. yeah yeah, but it's
3: not gonna it doesn't bother him yeah. so yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah I think and also there's a, another thing like you know that tax example mm. sometimes people just need to realise that they're just being rude mm. and there's yeah. a difference like mm. you know if if whether or not you're you know an atheist or um, slightly different but a, a, a massive feminist or something like that there are things that really think you know good You know, there's good work you're doing and there's lots of good stuff there but if somebody says Calls you love or calls it says God bless or something. Actually, you know, just maybe just don't fret about it. Yeah, and a ma- a ma- maybe you know, I think just accept that there's no malice intended. Mm. And if there, it's too much effort as well, yeah, energy to be, go about it your life. It's exhausting. Be, like comment mm. on everything that everyone says to you. I think mm. if you go, if you get pulled up on everything you ever said, you know, and also people make mistakes. Yes, it's really yeah, normal yeah. to make mistakes. Like you know, you say the wrong thing. you're sending goodwill. And, like, yeah, and and I think you know, just think like yeah, like Bobby says, to have to stop. And analyse what someone said, then correct them, and then you're going to think about that for yeah. like a good couple of hours after it's yeah. happened. It must be exhausting. Just to live. just live just your just, life. And, as and, a taxi
3: yeah. driver, they're not going to. How are you supposed to know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, even um, like even my close friends and family. Like there are family members I don't really know where they stand, and like. Yeah, so you're right. So even for people who I know, that's going to be difficult for me to think, how do you feel about this before I talk about it? So as a taxi driver,
2: I mean, don't he's not me... going to know. Yeah, exactly. Don't get me wrong. Like, language is super important. And mm. if the government are going to produce a massive poster or a huge campaign about something, then they need to get the language right. Mm. But when it's a flippant remark from a cab driver, just maybe let it go. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. my opinion on that.
4: Yeah, it's just, um, just intolerance. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it is. Agreed.
0: Tish, what do you think about... I don't want to give wind to any of it because I think (laughs) it's such an open and shut case to discuss it would just be an insult to train intelligence. (laughs) We'll
2: we'll cut it all out then. What's an open and shut
0: case? Uh, I just think if people have the right intent, no matter what they say, you know, you can't take offence.
2: You just can't. If people have the right
0: intention of being a, a genuine and virtuous person anything that comes out of their mouth has to be taken with what the intent is not what's said
4: this is yeah this is and, kind and of what I meant about like I haven't got the effort I, I haven't got the energy to take offence like someone saying they'll pray anything. for you that's
0: just their way of saying I'm I hope that you're okay yeah exactly and it's, and it's, it's just their, their language it's exactly. yeah, yeah, their exactly. way of saying yeah, it, yeah, it exactly. so yeah. you're just in the end you're just squabbling over language which is just I think in the last pointless. 10 years
2: I've seen it as well like this word offence is becoming ridiculous. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, like, some people may take offence, but actually, I don't have to care that you take offence. Mm. Mm. I mean, I think I should, and I think you have to be respectful and polite, and there's no point causing problems when you don't need to. And, and But actually, yeah, I think I think offence is probably a whole different kettle of fish. Mm. Would what, you, it's, uh,
3: it's different, isn't it? I think the difference, and you nailed it on the head when you said that if you know something is going to offend someone... And you go and distance it. yourself yeah. from it like that. Yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. You yeah. shouldn't do that. But if it's if it's just a remark, yeah, there's no malice involved. I've had it where I've said something and people have come to me and said I was offended by that comment. And like, well, yeah, oh, well. oh shit. <laughs>
2: you get over it. Yeah, and uh, and especially like you know people saying going back to your original question with Dawkins, praying for you or saying God bless or you know these things for me are perfectly acceptable, mm. and it doesn't. Would you say it it's the undermine. same
4: as the cab driver being French? And then when the guy gets out, he goes au revoir. And the mm. guy goes, oh, you speak English, Frenchy. <laughs> 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 the
2: guy out of the cab that sounded like a complete twat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Go on, everyone, B? I think it's going to be very similar to the one that you mentioned. Or like when I, when I mentioned my first one. Mm-hmm.
4: I've um, got a few, like, uh, I mean, if the, if the time gets on, we can like rattle them out quicker towards the end,
3: like we did last Yeah. Time. Yeah, so I, I had to write down because it was kind of... But so if we consider the almost endless amount of different things that people believe in mm-hmm. or live their lives for, and there is an awful lot. So if you think through history, think of, um, you know, different religions and even like the Crusades and, you know, people with different agendas. Is there a point when believing in something or living for a cause becomes unacceptable so if we i mean if we were to look at the different sort of religious groups at the moment and uh, not just is but if we look at um uh bokoram who are the the you know they i think is in the news they they burnt 87 children alive or something ridiculous for not having the same belief so what i'm saying is is there a point where that becomes when your belief is unacceptable yeah. um or should it always be acceptable because otherwise you're Interrupting, like, the fabric of society. You, is there a point where it's like, actually, otherwise you're chipping away at people's freedom to express themselves?
4: I wrote a similar question to that. That's what I thought. You know, it's similar. It's not exactly the same. Like, uh, you actually gave it more weight, whereas mine was just like, do you think this? Mine was, <laughs> should people be allowed to believe whatever they want? Yeah, that's essentially what I Regardless. I'm and then I was, if you said yes, I was going to say, even if it does harm to others. Yeah, yeah. Can I? Yeah, go on. Go on.
0: I think anyone can believe whatever they want, no matter what it is. Even if they... Acting be- upon it is a def- right, different kettle okay. of fish.
4: So if someone believes that anyone who doesn't believe what they believe yeah. should die, yeah. they're allowed to believe that, that's As fine. long as they don't
0: kill anyone. Right, okay. Because what difference does it make if they believe that, if it doesn't affect anyone? Because mm-hmm. actions speak louder than thoughts and words, so I could think anything. In fact, I do think anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the fact that I act on certain parts of what I think is what is the reality, and what I think isn't reality. That's in my brain. So... You can't really stop what doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can't. St- you can't be a thought police, basically. Yeah,
4: you can't stop someone's.
0: But ideas. if it contravenes our already man-made laws, human rights, morality, then yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, so, fortunately, we have laws to stop most things anyway. But if you exactly. look
3: at different countries, sort of less developed than ours, uh, where these things happen all the time. I mean, uh, when I was in Mozambique, they had different sort of. Uh, like, services going on where they'd been, police officer was called to a home for a dispute and he believed the right thing to do. And he's, he actually said, I believe the right thing to do is for me to murder him for hitting his wife. Right. And that's just normal. That's society over there. Whereas over here, the huge inquest and you'd obviously, he would be held accountable. But so, um, yeah, I think it, I think we have laws to obviously protect us from nutters. But um, yeah, I think I'm with Tess. I think you should be allowed to believe. I must remember. Well, question, you
4: can't really but... control what you personally believe. No, no, not at all. Yeah.
2: That's the thing, though. That you say that, Bobby, mm. and I completely agree with you too. If it doesn't have a tangible outcome of what you you feel, think, believe, then who really cares? But you then start to move down the line of, well, is it okay for me to voice my opinion on certain things? Which may be really controversial, so it could be I mean a good example would be, you know, um Sharia law and stand outside Buckingham Palace and say it is perfectly okay to push a homosexual off a building, um, because he's homosexual and uh, mm-hmm. you know and that is not just scripted stuff, that's well maybe it isn't, again, I'll be careful what I say here, but that is my belief, essentially, that's what I think and feel. And nobody's gonna die. There's gonna be no impact and hopefully no outcome and all, mm. all the rest of it. But is it okay to be voicing that publicly? That's, I'm not sure. Yeah. And that's that's when you, you know, we don't have thought police, but more than ever now, we probably do have people that look at our Twitters, profile us, what, what sort of things are we into? Yeah. And then it does get a bit difficult because you could, you, you know, you risk imprisoning someone. For not actually committing a crime, but knowing that Mm. they could commit that crime Like minority report.
4: Yeah, had to bring in a film. (laughs) No, totally. So,
2: just sort of expanding on that further. It's it's
4: almost like an impossible question Mm. because you can't go around. You like none of us here are going to sit and say like, "Yeah, you should be allowed to kill people if that's what you believe." Like, no one's going to say that.
2: Yeah.
4: Unless it's your belief.
2: Tess, what do you think if a group of people? Regardless of you know their religion, they were freedom of speech and and I mean uh, and and all that stuff. They they're okay. Do you, I mean, what do you think? Can they can they stand in 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 a shopping center and and go close to the bone with what they're saying? Effectively,
0: I think again that counts as an act. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that inciting hate upon other people is mm. just as much an action as hurting someone. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that can't be really be allowed. But I think that there's a lot of intelligent people hopefully outbreeding the stupid people and I think for the most part people can see through the bullshit and aren't really going to be rallied to kill a homosexual you know something like that Yeah, Mm. have um, a lot more faith in humanity than uh, that
4: even some thought like um, this is going back to the thought police thing again like Mm. some thoughts are so unhealthy that it's almost damaging the person themselves so to Mm. think it is already an act in the first place if you're we've talked about a couple weeks ago uh, thinking about paedophilia mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You mm. can stop them mm. and, you know, put them away and, you know, clear the internet and stuff like that. But it's not going to stop people being born who mm. have that ingrained in their yeah. brain yeah. Mm. anyway. Mm. And like you said on that show, Beef, that's just damaging to the person yeah. to be sitting well, there thinking about that.
3: We mentioned about if we, if yeah. we, if they're in prison and they were allowed access to it and it wasn't endangering anyone else like well no still hurting them yeah i think we um uh going back to the uh if you were to have someone standing outside buckingham palace Mm -hmm. spreading whatever uh there was actually there was a guy who used to he's a, a christian guy who used to do something similar in the center of aylesbury Oh, he used really? to stand pretty much on a so- on his soapbox.
2: He used to have like a crate. I can I interject. I work yeah. in Elspury, and there is still on Wednesdays because I leave the office every day. Mm. And on Wednesdays there is still a lot of um, yeah, I guess preachers. Really? for a better word, yeah. yeah. And they easygoing guys. You mm. know, if, if if you don't have the time, you know they'll, they they recognize that you're busy and you just want to get your lunch and mm. that's it. But uh, yeah, so I don't know if the. the if it's the same person. But there was a lot of that. Uh, yeah, there's... A, a, a lot of um, preaching. I
3: think there's there's nothing personally harmful or wrong with uh, sort of engaging with people in public and, I don't know, whatever you want to do. But I think um, this one particular individual was borderline. I think he probably was harming people in the sense that he was kind of... He was basically shouting and saying, you're you're sinful, you're wrong, you're going to burn in hell. And... People were noticing and it got word around the churches and it was a case of, well, we should try and, and it ended up with a couple of ministers, not, it wasn't like a, it wasn't aggressive. It wasn't attacking. It wasn't telling him to stop doing it. I think they, they kind of met with him and said, look, do you really think that this is helping people? And equally, it's not biblical. What you're doing is nothing. Jesus never did it. So why are you doing it? And I think I've not seen him around. I don't, he may still be about, but, um, I think if, if people stick to doing, I think if it's, if you're acting on something which is helpful to people, so if you believe that subjective, isn't it? Yeah, I was yeah. about to say,
4: um, this is I, I about, totally what, what you mean. this is about what people find offensive again. It's going back yeah, to events. Yeah. Cause is yeah. there a difference between someone saying, you know, I hate homosexuals, mm-hmm. go back to your example, mm. or, and someone outside preaching and saying, you know, believe the
2: word of the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Is there mm-hmm. a difference between that? Cause so different
4: that, people are going to be offended by either of them. And
2: presumably that person who, You know, is rallying for is doesn't perceive it to be inciting hate. actually sort of enlightening people to Mm. yeah, yeah, to their way of 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 living.
3: It's never something that we've done personally as a church. Mm -hmm. Why would you? If people want to come and hear a preacher, they'll go to church. Or if people want to go and learn about Sharia law or Islam, then they'll go to they'll go to a mosque. And I think if it's if it's telling people how to believe that. Is I don't know. I don't know if it's wrong, but I don't think it's helpful to, to
4: anyone. Really, I would say that as a positive um, comment. When I've been to like some of the services with your church, I've been to a couple of them now. Different things. Uh, yeah. The carol services, yeah. so just little things like that. They're very welcoming and not forceful, I'd, which
2: is fine. Because if they were forceful, I wouldn't go along to them. I went hmm. to, I'd agree. My my own experience was a church in Cranfield doing something similar. Uh, mm. with a colleague at work turning up to support them. And by and large, I could just rock up, mm-hmm. have a good time, meet some really nice people. Mm. And there was actually loads of <laughs> good energy, if you like. It yeah. was very positive. Yeah. Mm. And I can go home and go to bed and that's it. And I was, mm-hmm. I was never, I wasn't chastised or, or anything. So I suppose, yeah, I agree with Bob. If, if you can facilitate it in such a way where it's just very mm. laid back, mm. um, cause you do, Whatever your belief, you don't want to be pushing
4: it on someone else because no. that's. Don't have to go back to like offensive again, but that's offensive. If someone's trying yeah. to push
2: their belief on me, I'm... Yeah. and automatically you 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 resist anyway. If somebody yeah. if somebody wants to take you into their shop to you know you're on holiday or something, mm. the first thing I always want to do is say, well, I, I don't feel comfortable, yeah. so I'm not going to part mm. with my money. Yeah. I feel mm. I'm less likely to go mm. into yeah. a restaurant or a shop it's with just, someone
3: standing outside saying, "Come and eat it's my just food." Just
2: classic psychology. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah
3: Yeah, people are clever enough to know what they want (laughs) yeah if you know and it's um and that's that's exactly why we do what we do as a church we don't and and i think that everyone should act like that because it's not i've i've had it where i've been in the street and i've had um jehovah's witnesses come up to me um or they've come to my door or whatever and i've not been rude but i've had you know i've said i've you know i've already got the bible it's a big enough book i don't need the watchtower as well, and mm. but it um and then they they've not been aggressive, but yeah, when they've come to, and although it's similar to what I believe in, it's different, it's very different, and so yeah, it's it's not a nice feeling.
2: Have you ever had a Jehovah's Witness? Come knock on the door. because so I've, yes. I've, I've never. Um, I have, and I have had. Um, you Christian, had, you had a like Christian guy knock on the door here as well, yeah. Were well, mm-hmm. you? Tish. I didn't talk to that. Oh, sorry, I uh, have a Jehovah's Witness or someone. trying oh, I've had post. loads of times, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. i I've, I've never, so I haven't never talked to that. a
4: Jehovah's Witness. I've always just gone like, no, i have not time. Well, I'm know i busy. Whatever. I've had um, Mormons. I've not got well. aggressive. I have spoke to a Christian guy knock to my door once. so really? I had like a sort of like twenty to half an hour. Chat well at my done, front door well,
3: with him. Well, well done for giving him the time.
4: Well, I said, I <laughs> said uh, must I said have absolutely subtle
2: to do that. I, I was sitting around. Yeah. <laughs> well, I it was an
4: interesting conversation. If it wasn't, I, I went to the door intentionally just to be like, sorry, I'm out of time. And he said something else. I said, well, I'm an atheist, so it doesn't. Oh, he you got you in. <laughs> and um, he said, oh, so why are you an atheist? And yeah. then we actually got into a really. Good conversation It was quite interesting But he had his son with him And he could tell his son Really didn't want to Be doing it His dad oh. like dragged him along <laughs> And the son was uh, sort of Standing at yeah. the back of my uh. Path like <laughs> But it was a good chat He found it interesting I said one of my close friends Is Christian I'm an atheist And we don't have a problem With that So I don't see why There is a problem And uh, it just sparked I can't remember how That came up But it was just An interesting conversation With him mm-hmm. Yeah So um, Tissy You got another question Yeah
0: Not much of a question. It's more of an idea that you can play around with. Okay. okay. So uh, there's an idea that I come up with while we're talking uh, and see if you guys agree with it. Do you think, going on from the subjective factors of religion, do you think that uh, religion and beliefs are a creative way for explaining existence in the same way that music is a creative way for explaining you know, love, struggles, life things? Oh, I like that. Like religion Mm. is just... Everyone's own creative way of coping with what is happening. Okay. No one knows where we came from. Hmm. No one
4: knows exactly. Everything is a theory. Science is a theory. Religion is a theory. It's all Hmm. ideas. So, my short answer would be yeah. Because Hmm. no one actually knows.
0: Hmm. So... Because it's the same as music. What yeah. is music? No one knows. So everyone goes right. Well, this is my music. This is my music. This is what I make. This is you know, mm, yeah. religion. This is what I believe. Oh, I believe this. This is yeah. It's all just made up. It's all the same. I think um, they're all singing about the same thing, but in a different way, with their own stories, sing, with sing their own the beliefs, drum. If
3: they? um, if you'd have gone into uh, Christian churches 10, 15, 20 years ago, they were pretty much all singing from the same hymn sheet. Pardon Mm. the pun. Uh, (laughs) um, in the, there was
2: a good time to use that. (laughs)
3: Yeah. I think everyone was kind of, uh, actually probably longer than that, probably about 20, 30 years ago. It was probably, it was a case of everyone understood that if, if you read through Genesis 1, it tells you how the world was made. It tells you how things were done and what God did and all these things. And what's happened over time is some people have gone, I don't believe it's literal, or you've got some people that have said, no, the world's older than that. And so actually, when you look at creationism, I think, yes, it is probably a helpful way of explaining why we're here and, and how it happened. But like I said before, it's not, it's not science. It's not. It's not you can't I can't prove it, I can't prove that's what happened, and so I think it's it hasn't divided the church, but it's given the church something to work from mm. like a framework, and people have gone away and come to their own conclusions, and everything's fine.
2: you know right at the start of the show, I was saying I was probably agnostic, mm-hmm. but I guess i'm I am agnostic, but leaning towards atheism and I'd have to put my atheism cap on now because I think science does an exceptionally good job of detailing the last million years or so mm-hmm. um some really good theories it's empirical evidence but it won't i mean there may be some holes and flaws but it does a good job and just because there are holes and flaws doesn't mean the whole thing should be thrown out that being said putting back on my agnostic cap now somebody explains to me five minutes before the big bang then so where does that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you, you're just giving us detail yeah you know, the de- we don't need to know detail we need the something slightly higher level than that so feeding into like tish's mm-hmm. question i I think that yeah i think I think it's probably that's the the basis of belief and religion where probably different people's interpretations of i mean it must have been if you I always think if you go back five hundred thousand fifteen hundred years ago and more it the world probably would have been quite a frightening place, you know, mm. a huge sun and you know no not being completely sure why crops are dying and why people are dying with mm. disease, and it probably would have i think helped explain some of that, and I think different religions. Do go some way in doing that, but I don't know. I, I've got like a, I want to keep, I would probably keep music separate to perhaps, yeah, all of the, um, yeah, the creationist sort of stuff. I think, mm. I think, you know, I think there's probably a, a few links, but I think I'd like, I don't know, maybe I, I, I like, I care about music quite a lot, I suppose. And I'd probably right. think like music is, yeah, it's different people's takes on love and loss and, and everything like that. Um, but we can actually, feel music and touch music and play music and I think with religion it's I am slightly I would say
5: different.
4: I'm, you say you're very like passionate about music and different people's like ideas and opinions and feelings and yeah. where they come from and the feelings that you get from that from different people's interpretations yeah. and I would say the thing for me that is that is any form of storytelling. I love, like, stories. I like reading and listening to stories and any form of storytelling. I love, like, cinema, anything like that, if it's mm. telling me a story. And it's the, it's the same as what I... When you said that, it's like I really relate to that. Like, you can get films, books, whatever, with the same general plot, the same things happening, but it's the people, the creation behind it, and you get that feeling. It makes yeah. you feel stuff. If I can feel yeah. something from reading or watching or whatever something, yeah, I get... Yeah, that feeling from it, and that's the most rewarding things for me are the things that evoke an emotion. Yeah, at the end of it, absolutely. And just as like people can like, like the music can make you cry in the right frame of mind. You Mm. listen to the right song, the right time, it can hit that emotion. And I've had the same thing with storytelling. Really, not that emotional scene, but just like how effective it was at doing what it's set to do with that person's Mm. emotions on the line, like that. Yeah, really can hit me and. Yeah, I get what you're saying, Tis, with the, like, relating... Like, music as an example, like, people create music in different ways and then yeah, yeah. thought of religion in different ways. It's interesting to... would be really interesting to go back... Obviously, that would be interesting to go back to see how <laughs> religions were formed. Obviously, that would be absolutely fascinating. Like, who was the first yeah. person... I don't know where my train
0: of thought's going, like... come well, you I, mean if I could, music, or...? If I could run no, with we'll that, with... religion... Came from us, right? Yeah. It came from man. Yeah. So, on the basis of that, you're basing all religions on the word of the one guy that started it. Yeah, again. exactly. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> who
4: was the first guy that said, this is how Christianity works? Was that not? And then the one guy well, not... said, this is how. Well, that's what I thought. Presumably, like. it Hang would be, you know, the son. Yeah. The
0: son was the first. There's, there's the, the
4: old... first God. So, is the Old Testament yeah. what Jesus said, this is how it all happened? Um, and then someone wrote down what he old said Testament. we need
3: some detail here. <laughs> um. There's actually I've well, never I'll, even read the whole bible. <laughs> no I have <laughs> uh, Um I'll find it for you guys and we'll we'll put it on the blog because there's actually a good um something that the church has called um the Alpha course and the idea is that you can go and um it's it's the basic questions of faith mm-hmm. and you go as someone who doesn't believe or someone who's new to the faith and you go and just hear answers posed to you and you just you go you know um you can make up your own choice so you don't have to. It's a very free laid back type thing. Um, but one of, one of the, um, one of the weeks looks at, um, the Bible and how, like, reliable is it as a source? Typically, it's, when you look at, historically, you look at the books there are, it's the most reliable yeah. book there is. It's, it's ridiculously reliable. It's
2: really, it's a really good, like, you know, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ did exist. Mm-hmm. This is, the, and, and a lot of what Luke's mm-hmm. saying is absolutely spot on. Like, cause I was really, I used to sort of think it was a sort of like a dusty old book mm-hmm. where, there was absolutely no truth in it at all. But, yeah, yeah.
3: If like, you look at, it what that surprised If me. you look at, yeah, it is, it surprised me as well, even as um, someone who believes it. it's, um, when you look at the reliability of the Bible, it is ridiculously reliable because of the, you look at the amount of, if you look at any scholar, not, not necessarily biblical scholars, but people who look at historical art, artifacts and books and texts will look at how many copies were made of the original. And so, if you look at, um, original writings about, uh, Julius Caesar, for example, or, uh, Cleopatra. There are, I think there's something like hundreds, so there's like 300 co- original copies made of original texts around Cleopatra. If you go back to the Torah, or, so like Genesis and, uh, Numbers, um, or, you know, the early Old Testament books, there was thousands and thousands. There's like hundreds of thousands of copies made of the Old Testament alone. And so, that's where the reliability comes from. I think people think that some bloke sat there and thought. Someone I know, found just... the old book. <laughs> yeah, they found a book and and wrote musings on it. But actually, the Bible's been written by. Well, we can't be certain, but it's probably somewhere between forty and seventy different people. And the way that texts were um, accounted for at the time was, you needed to have a close group of people who could look at that and go, "Yeah, yeah, that's right." And so the the new testament for example has been written by maybe 10 or 12 different people who were very close to each other and knew each other very well and so and then if you look at that if you follow it back I'm not going to bore you now but if you look if you look back at it it's actually followed a very strict course to what we have now as like the anglican church the people who have been able to accept it as a text are only people who could be accountable personally and know the author personally And so if you take the author, it's gone back to, uh, say, say, uh, you take Paul or someone who wrote lots of the New Testament. Um, it would have been his apostles that kind of got the word out, however you want to put it. And so it's gone, it's gone back. So anyway, long, long and short of it is very, it's very
0: reliable. Mm. Um, reliable in what sense though? Um, that's what I'm trying to think. What do you mean? Just in, I mean, every book's reliable. I mean, I could write a book which is just true and it would be reliable. I don't know, what, reliable in what sense? Um, historically even, reliable. You mean like it's historically, um, yeah, sound. well, um, yes. Yeah, but so, it hasn't been amended.
2: Uh, is point yeah, this, like, as it exists today, it's like, uh, as it exists today. I meant it to be historically reliable. I, yeah. They, dates add up, people add up. Right, okay. Um, it's actually used when, when um, that old, That's yeah. yeah.
3: Well, when, when Rachel was at university, mm-hmm. um, when she studied, um, Egyptology, they, the only book they used for most of the lectures was the Bible because it's the only one they could look at and say these are the kings in Egypt at the time mm. and it's the only
0: book that they could look at that was consistent in the data. So yeah, That's historically, mostly, um, historically reliable. Because Alexander the Great's library was burnt down, wasn't it? Because all the books from Egypt and ancient
2: Suck, so, Yeah, yeah.
0: Really? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know yeah, that. Alexander Sorry. the Great. Was like a very <laughs> <Yeah>. fact. It <laughs> uh, <laughs> was burned down. That's all the knowledge for the Egyptians, and, and why the Egyptians were smarter when they started than when they ended. Oh. Did you know that? That's mm-hmm. kind of strange.
4: Mm-hmm. You always bring something up. You I do um, little gems.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even though it is historically sound, mm-hmm. does that give it any? Less or more no, credibility. No, well, if because that's, cause that's that, the same that, as uh, that, that's the thing.
2: Very... There are always two different things for me. I like going right back to the start. Where I talked about belief and organized religion. Obviously, most organized religions are going to have a form of belief in it. Yeah, but the Bible being historically accurate and sound goes some way to answering some of the, the details of what was happening back then and what mm-hmm. people thought back then and who they were. Um, but the idea of an all-seeing, all-knowing God, you know. um you, there has to be a certain leap of faith to um, to think mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It, it adds
4: more credibility to the Bible in the way that, like, well, look how historically accurate it is. So all the stuff, mm-hmm. other stuff, you know, it just gives a little bit of implied... Yeah, I mean, um, if it was, like,
2: completely full of holes and just, yeah. you know... I mean, there are things, and I'm sure Luke could probably answered them, but there are things that are obviously gaping holes in the Bible, you know, mm-hmm. no reference to dinosaurs or something like that, you know, and... and they were a massive part of the world as we know it. We're we're just a sort of a blink at the moment. And um, but I think that that they offer me two different things. Like it's just like when some people sort of say, "Oh, you know, Jesus Christ is is a load of crap and all that stuff." Well, no, he, he was there. He, you know, he he existed. There's lots mm. of evidence to suggest he did. Mm. And this is you know flat out. Yeah. So two different things. Yeah. I think if the Bi- the Bible is
0: a philosophical text, there's no real question as to how good it is. You know, Who's regardless Bible? of what you believe, as a philosophical book with sort of fables in it mm. and this and that it's...
3: well even if you don't believe in any of it the way Jesus taught and then mm. if you look in the Old Testament, if you read like Proverbs and Psalms mm. they're very wise there's lots of wisdom in there
0: yeah. just who you believe Jesus to be is different and that's. You know... I guess what I think is yeah. uh, no matter how historically sound it is or or not if the book is saying the right things then it in some way can't be wrong mm. regardless of oh you know this did actually happen. It's like, oh, well, if it did happen and it's still bollocks, it's still bollocks. But if it doesn't, didn't happen and it's gold, it's gold. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like you read like the, um, the Lao Zha and stuff like that. Like the, uh, oh, what is it? The Tao Te Ching, which yeah. is like a poem book by Lao Tzu. And that's great. <laughs> uh, have you ever read the, no, I the read Tao Te it. Ching? It's <laughs> great. <laughs> and I don't know how it's historically sound yet. it is, but everything <laughs> that is said in it, they're all kind of fables and philosophical writings from bc i don't know when but yeah it doesn't matter whether it's real or not you you're reading it and you're saying that sounds fucking sweet it sounds sweet it doesn't matter if <laughs> do you know what i mean like you, I love it, people everyone with, has their time own reading going this is fucking awesome but like, <laughs> but that's what i think with religion <laughs> i think everyone is predisposed to enjoy a narrative mm-hmm, yeah. i don't personally mm-hmm. like the christian narrative otherwise i'd be a christian hmm uh, I I, fun, I fumble around with Eastern philosophies because that's a philosophy that really excites me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if it didn't, then I'd be something else. Mm. But yeah, yeah, know, it's what makes know. sense to you.
4: Yeah, um, I'll throw one last idea out, but we'll just go through it quickly because we've covered a lot of what I wrote. I mean, Beef had a similar question to me earlier on. I talked about the Dawkins thing. Um, and we one of my other questions was, should we be offended by others' beliefs? But we sort of covered that in amongst the other questions. Mm. So I've just got one more uh, quick one: Is there a difference between religious belief and supernatural belief or extraterrestrial belief? Different forms. Is religion a completely different belief
3: system than believing in anything else? Um, beliefs
0: are beliefs are beliefs. There you go. <laughs>
3: totally. Do you mean um the nature of belief changes, or do you, or like the Actual subject,
4: um, just like the way other people would like. Is there? Oh, do you mean would, like, would, it... would would someone give more weight to someone if they said I'm a Christian than if they said I believe in aliens? Um, I think
3: we. I think historically <laughs> it's probably been that's probably been true, but I think we're now coming out of that, and I think right. we're moving into a new sphere where people accept belief. Like I said at the start, people accept beliefs far more. Yeah, it's, it's a bit more acceptable, but I, yeah, and actually. Maybe Christianity and other religions are losing credibility. So, well, there's
0: a few things to me to <laughs> answer that question properly. It. We have to define religion. What do you mean by religion? Because a belief and a religion to me are the same thing. Because mm-hmm. a religion is just an organized amount of people with a belief.
4: Well, there you go. That's, that's my question. Then. So.
0: The question shouldn't be, do people get chastised? Because they definitely do. But the question should be, should they? And no, of course they shouldn't. I should be able to say that I believe in green elves and I should be put on the same platform as in as Beef, who believes in what he believes in. But you never will be. No, but you should. <laughs> and everyone is on
4: the same level playing ground. If you and genuinely if... believe it, not if you're saying like, oh well, I believe in hippos. Well, yeah, I mean, For obviously specs, so you wouldn't probably say Probably hippos are, are real, he's... so that's a terrible example.
0: No, but if, <laughs> if I said that... That you'd you'd have to give me the same respect as beef, right? But you wouldn't.
2: I'm sure beef disagrees with that. Would you not say that? Playing devil's advocate here. Would you not say that? All right. If you believe in green elves, that's fine. That's your belief, Mm. and I won't knock you for it. Mm. But there's no evidence to suggest that they do exist. Yeah. There's some evidence to suggest, or in your uh, Mm. opinion, presumably lots of evidence to suggest. Um, there is an all knowing, all seeing God.
4: Who's... So does something need evidence to earn credibility?
3: I think um <laughs> see I think there's a I think there's two different I think there's two different things here. You're absolutely right. People
0: and um, like said, Can I just say by <laughs> by saying that I wasn't knocking Christianity by no, saying, no, no. Oh, Christianity's no. the same as believing if from space. What I'm saying is is that beliefs beliefs are on the same pegging. We as humans can't be arrogant enough to say that we know exactly what's going on. Hm mm. So if I say there's hippos from space, you've got to believe that if I'm genuine in that belief, then yeah, it's I my <laughs> what I what I perceive can't you can't say I perceive better than someone else is what I'm saying. No, 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 no. I think no, I think you're right in that in that's because th- what is should... what is sanity and what is insanity, mm. and that's what I'm saying. You, you really blur the lines. You and, should, and that's what I kind of.
3: No, you're right. You should believe in anything. Should be and like we said earlier, you should be allowed to ex- to believe mm. whatever you want to believe, and I think. I think credibility, see, this is where I think religion and Christianity has come under fire because people have made blatant remarks and then had questions that they can't answer. So I have to accept, and it, the reason it's called a faith is because you have to put an element of belief into something that you don't have answers for. So um yes, I do believe in a God because... I can, I've come to realize over time that science does a really good job of explaining up to a point, but it's like one of you guys said before—you know, five minutes before the Big Bang, then what? And, and so, um, I mean, the, re- the way I believe, uh, the reason I believe what I do is obviously there's lots of different reasons, but I think I've also come to accept that my belief is not infallible at all. You know, where did God come from? I don't know. Mm. So there's gonna, So actually, what I believe in is I, I accept that some of it um, is irrational and illogical. That's fine. I'm happy with that. And so I think I think for people to, if you do believe in Hippos in Space, absolutely you should be treated the same as someone with a religion that's thousands of years old because that's respect. But credibility is important as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if someone's uh, comfortable enough in their own beliefs, it wouldn't be a case of, okay, am I going to pitch space hippos against my thing it should be a case of just (laughs) why if we come to space (laughs) well no it's just an example it's just a total example (laughs) but if you're comfortable enough in your own beliefs you should be able to just sit there next to someone and say i'm happy that you've got your own beliefs and that that's what makes you happy i have my own and that's what makes me happy and that's it that's the end of it if someone if someone is happy because of their belief what's the point in shooting them down same thing though because happiness is just
4: happiness if you left here and now, hmm. um, and you were like, and you were told us all about your space hmm. when you walked out. you out the door, we
0: were like, "What? The fuck <laughs> is he <laughs> on about?" <laughs> what I would say about that is that's down to you guys yeah. because we do that. I'm open-minded, week. and that would only make you worse off because that would mean that you guys are closed-minded. Do you hmm. know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I, I, I just want to quickly say, Beef made a really good point about the fact that you know where he took you. Like to quote you, he said like you know where does god come from so god can even if you want to explain everything through organized religion and they're all saying oh god then you take it another level up and we you know really um high level stuff then somebody must have created him uh, put him together built him so i think that's sort of where i sit with it because it, you know you can have all these different theories about um religion and and um uh, how we came to be and all this stuff but it's, it's an annoying question in a way because, you know, there's, there's, there's no way I can sit here and, and give you, uh, an answer on what I actually think I know or, or, you know, believe mm-hmm. because I'm so, on, on the one hand, I'm like, Tiff, I'm very open-minded because for me, this is enough. This is crazy. Like going right back to the start, the fact we're having this conversation now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in space is, um, pretty far out. And so whether it's hippos or, or, or God, um, you know, I could buy into that and it wouldn't surprise me one bit. That's the guess. If I come to the end of my days and I wake up and there's someone there, you know, will I be blown out and freaked out? No, because I've just, I've been doing this. This is, mm. this is all I've known so far. So this is totally normal for yeah. me. But in the same breath, I think, um I think for, 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 for lots of people to agree or believe what you're saying, I do think there needs to be, there has to be some evidence. And it's not always just good enough to say, well, because it's my belief, That means it's true to me, and you can't... I know this is not what you're saying, but you can't criticise it. um, Because I could easily say that I believe in the tooth fairy. You can't see him, but I can. Mm -hmm. Trust me, I can. I see him every night. That's not true. We know that not to be true. And me just saying that I feel him and see him and and all the rest of it doesn't give it any sort of credibility. So I think also Tiss hit the nail on the head when he said if somebody actually believes it in themselves, then really... What are you to them to to you know to knock it? They probably don't care because mm. they feel it and they know it mm. and and without actually physically seeing it, that's all they need to know. So I think sort of somewhere in the middle there I think, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, evidence.
0: I think I'm 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 predisposed to believe in nonsense on the same level as other things is because I believe that reality is uh, our minds are just as powerful as reality. And in fact, I haven't chosen over perception and perception as we. Uh, see it in reality whether you know which one's the most real whether you're dreaming or you're awake
2: this and that yin and yang just sorry Tis just before I forget totally on that point one thing I haven't said I'd like to say about all of this is if people are just scientists right that's all they just have to have evidence and data and that if that's what makes them sleep at night and that for them is true okay cool you could probably if you really wanted to and it sound a bit deep here but you know sometimes when you you have good energy Mm -hmm. things are going Mm -hmm. your way you know uh, if you play a game of cards, there's a good chance you feel like you're going to win it. You're on a roll. I'm almost certain that that, all, despite the fact that may not be quantifiable, that still, if that's what science is, and there's a way of capturing that, you could somehow. I know, I know, we can't, but if that you, you you could probably bottle that feeling and show scientists it, and there would be some science there. I there's lots and lots of stuff which happen every day. You know, we don't, we probably don't touch. Our, uh, our, we we really don't use our brains like we probably could mm. and there's lots of stuff where uh one one quick example would be um if you you know there's sometimes when you go to these sorts of summer fates you know there's a there's a guess uh guess how many sweets are in the jar oh yeah loads yeah. of good evidence to suggest if i guessed it i'd get it wrong if bobby guessed it I'd get it wrong. if everybody comes together put it out a guess we take an aggregate score it'd be very, very 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 accurate okay so there's a little bit of science there explaining mm. how something is sort of how they've formed an opinion. And it's the same going back to like what I was saying a second ago about positive energy. Um, I truly believe that that is real. I, I really do. I think there is, you can wake up some days and have such good energy on something that, you know, you create whatever it be, you create good podcasts, we create good meetings at work or you, you, you know, your dinner just goes really well, nothing burns. And there's probably something there which is scientific and if that's really what they care about, the scientists, that data and stuff, you know, can they not see that that sort of stuff is happening every day? It happens to us every day, or at least I believe it to be you know, happening every day. And I can't show them that in raw data. Mm-hmm. But I can almost say with full certainty, I believe that to be true, Uh, that there's, i probably sound mad saying this, but there are fields of energy mm. Uh, around people, I, I no, really do. We talked about I really of energy. do believe that. There's, you know, yeah. I, that sounds. I know how that could sound crazy to somebody, but uh, I do believe there's 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 truth in that. So yeah.
0: But do you think with the uh, the science side of it, like you know, you said about scientists and they wouldn't be able to quant, they could get the data together and they say, well, there's no correlating pattern, so we would have to throw that out the window. But science is only as good as the humans that are reading it, and if we aren't intelligent enough to perceive the patterns in these mm. numbers, yeah. Yeah. You know, one day we will evolve to see the patterns and the numbers and be like, remember the days when we didn't have yeah. energy because we couldn't read this and, yeah. and people threw it out the window because, you know, perception. It's just, yeah, humans are imperfect yeah. by nature and, and we treat ourselves as if we aren't. Yeah. And, and we uh, forget that we are totally, we don't know. Anything. And I think
3: when you take this, <laughs> really. the, I think if you take scientists as a, and as a, as an example, um, if you, if, uh, if you were to, to take a scientist, they've got one one truth or one thing. Like they, I know they have different fields that they're in, but if you were to take one scientist, chances are they'll be, they'll put all their focus into one logical conclusion because mm. mm. they have to because that's science. And then it evolves, and you have you go back to research, and then you come to another conclusion. Mm. If you were to take um, a historian, they have many different truths because they have different people who have written things down differently, or like, so, say all four of us would go home now. Oh, you're already home. But if you were to leave this, um, session now and go home and write a page on our experiences, they would probably all be different. Um, because we've perceived it different or we've heard different things that have made us tick, but they're all truth. All of them are truths. And so I think, yeah, I think and, you're and right. And
2: the fact that we would write it down differently now. So if that is probably still unquantifiable, you could do a blood test on me. My blood, my, my, my blood levels, everything would be, probably exactly the same as they were before I sat down and had this, mm. had this conversation. Yet my output afterwards is completely different. Mm. You know, I don't think a, a scientist can't quantify that. And because they can't quantify that, but we all sort of know it's real. Mm. We, we we do. We would agree that, you yeah. know, you have good energy, You you, you mm. you're more creative. Mm. They can't, they can't quantify that in a lab. And that's what, that's why for me, it's still the same. Like there's things out there which I can't quantify and, may you know may may happen may not happen um after i die but you know just the, the fact that somebody would maybe disregard all of that you just think wow like we're already um, you know showing you every day that there's these things that are happening which are just almost impossible to to, to rationalize mm. yet that's still so far out for you like mm. so yeah it ties it up nicely i think well
0: i believe we're coming to the end <laughs> Can of our I time end on just one question <laughs> yeah go on then <laughs> it's a quick one uh Do you think the human race is arrogant because uh, we have been proposing the answer to existence before we even invented tin cans? Do you know what I mean? So,
2: so like, the thing we... I I think I know what you mean. Are you you sort of saying we feel that there should be a purpose to our existence, but maybe a rat?
0: We think it's our carnal right to know what existence is. But, I mean, effectively, we're just like cats and dogs and and animals, yeah, Yeah, and do they know... I mean, does fish know what water is? Probably not. Mm. So, do humans know what existence is? Probably not. Probably See, I think
2: all that comes down to self-awareness, mm. um, which I've thought about a lot over the last couple of years. Whether even self-awareness is a good thing or a bad thing, you could argue both. Sometimes it's not good to be self-aware um and sometimes it's really helpful to be self-aware mm. um so i've i've heard that question a lot you know are humans arrogant and um in that respect uh <laughs> whether i've got an answer or not is different <laughs> um such a good question and i've thought about it for a long time should have asked it earlier yeah no, 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 no. <laughs> i i don't think i don't think arrogance the right word it's natural to be curious We've got to remember as well how intelligent we are. That's mm. something that strikes me every day. Mm. We're putting satellites in space. And we means, don't even know how intelligent yeah, we are. Yeah, that's how scary mm. it is. Mm. Going back to also what we talking about, that sort of energy, that sort of links in with what you just said. Mm. Um, we don't know the half of it, I don't think, just yet. So I think it probably just links in with the fact that it's natural to be curious when one is self-aware, and that's mm. probably why rats and cats <laughs> don't think and sort of don't have the same train of thought. So. Mm. That doesn't really answer the question but no there wasn't uh, an answer to that question it, it, is, it was it, just yeah. an idea yeah I,
3: yeah I think you're right I don't it's think it's question. arrogance I don't think it's arrogance because I think actually I think we're fully aware that our way of measuring stuff so measuring space or time or matter or whatever we're looking at is always going to be inadequate we're always going to get to a point where we're like oh man we've got new ways of measuring mm. like take um uh, take like the size of mountains for example um, and I, I can't remember where it was years ago. I heard like that. Oh, um, Everest is growing or something like that. And it was a case of no, it's not growing. Our way of measuring how tall it is is getting better than mm. the equipment it's we're just using. A more accurate measurement. <laughs> so,
2: but quickly, are humans arrogant? Yes. Absolutely. I do think not all humans, but I do think humans are arrogant the way I look yeah. at a map, I, I automatically, for example, look at the UK first, yeah? Mm-hmm. I have this way of looking at it, all this map centre. Center, center. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go to somebody yeah. who's in Christchurch, they'll view the world completely differently. Um, mm-hmm. quite literally. So there are loads of things. I think the way we interact and we're going off to I'm going off topic now, but I know you yeah, know, consciously, you know, the way we would just lay down a road, um, put a load of concrete down, really giving very little regard to what was there before us mm-hmm. and and they've got as should really have as much say as we do. So definitely, there are loads of aspects of where humans are arrogant. The question about whether or not it's arrogant to believe that there is something else out there, which um, we feel like we have a divine right to. Uh, I can't answer that question. <laughs> it's too hard. Well, actually, no. no. The question was:
0: Are we arrogant enough to assume that we would know the answer uh, right. to the existence? Yeah. Not to to be curious to say, oh, well, this could be this, it could be this, but to know for someone answer. to say, yeah. it is this, and I know for a fact yeah. it is this. I, don't I think, think that's arrogance. I think there's many people
3: who that. Because I'm do prepared
0: that. to pretty much lay my hand down and say, everything that I believe in could be bollocks. Yeah. And if anyone isn't prepared to say that, yeah. they're either lying to themselves or they're delusional. Because <laughs> we just don't know. Well, you that's, just Luke, that's know.
2: like Luke's leap of faith you were saying earlier. You you have to at some point Oh, yeah, but Luke said, like, he... I have to... Like, yeah. This is my best shot at it. Yeah, ever. whatever
0: belief you're going down,
4: science, religion, whatever... It mm. only goes so far before you've got to take that leap to oh, yeah, the next yeah.
0: step. Mm. And maybe that's the point. Maybe it doesn't come quite as easy as, oh, we'll give you the answer. Maybe you have to pin your colours to the mast before you get the real answer. I'll be honest,
4: I feel like my atheism comes from blissful ignorance. Like, I don't want to take a leap in any direction, so I'll just sit here and believe in nothing. Mm. <laughs> I'm the same as you, but I believe in everything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have to everything worry. is true. And I don't long. want worry and thinking... Uh, I love talking about all this stuff. Obviously, that's why mm. I do the Would show. you rather be
2: a chimpanzee? Is it? No,
4: no, because I love. So that's I, thing. Just, life I just, I just think if
2: you were just a pet dog, you know. No, I love. <laughs> I love
4: what I can do, and I love. Yeah. You know, there's there's just good sort of... things about being human. I just, and as little worry as I can have in my life, mm. I, I don't want to worry. I just concern myself with what bothers me, and I try not to upset anyone else.
0: One thing I thought about uh, when Swifties were talking about animals, actually, uh, it's a question. It's totally off topic. It's going to be the end of the show. Well, uh, are, are animals uh, not self-aware? Or, in fact, are animals self-aware, but just very disciplined and live to nature's way? Because they're so intelligent, they realise that... It's the best way of doing things. You know, these humans, mm-hmm. they, just, they just go and do this stuff that's against nature and they just... Yeah, they're reckless. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. just like, we could do different to nature's way, but... We've found, it works. We yeah. can coexist mm. with this earth. Uh, let's just go with that. Until next time. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but I'll leave you on that thought. I've got to wrap this up because yeah, I said can, the job's going to be I end crazy. With the crunch of an apple. Well, I've just got all out a few details. You can if you want. <laughs> when I say until next time, you can crunch the apple, and that's the end. It's the apple of okay. life. If you <laughs> if Absolutely. you need to contact us in any way, and we'd love to hear from everyone as always. It's UK at mail.com, especially if you've got any ghost stories, because we're trying to do a ghost story show soon. If you want to check the blog for any uh, companion information, that's weirdtalesontheunexplainable.blogspot.com. You can find us on iTunes, download. Please give us a rating on iTunes, because it helps the show. And we're now on Facebook, so you can find us on there. Anything else, guys? No. So, until next time...